Jaden Smith on Metro FM, Icon Living, 24 minutes after 6. Every Wednesday we talk conflict, we talk conflict resolution, and it being Child Protection Week this week, we are talking bullying. Our guest of honor is Lelo Kingston Mufuking. He's got a book out, it's called How I Survived Bullying. We also have educational psychologist Dr. Sepiso Matenji in the building. Um, what's up, Doc? Good morning, family. Thank I'm you so for happy coming to in. Be here. Yes, I'm glad I'm here. Thank you. My boy, Lelo, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. And how are you? You're good. Congratulations on your book. Thank you. I love how your book starts. Uh, your book starts, my name is Lelo. I'm seven years old. Let me tell you about my bullying story. And then Lelo the legend says, the names have been changed so that nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Why did you write a book, Lelo? Well, I went. I got bullied in grade notes in grade one. Yes. And I could only express myself through writing. Yes. What were you being bullied about in grade note and grade one? Uh, not. It's not really that bad. Yeah. I just got pushed. Yeah. Punched in the stomach. Punching the stomach is bad, though. But not like that's painful. Yeah. And. and so, so the first time you bullied, what did you, what, what did you do about it? Like the book says, how I survived bullying. What did you do? Well, my mom basically helped me. Yeah. So what you said what to mama? What did you say to mama? I told her. Yeah. And then she said she wanted to give the bully a piece of her mind. Yeah. And the teachers tried to help too, but nothing yeah. worked. Are you serious? So how did you feel that the teachers tried to help, but they didn't help? Well, did you feel sad? Were you upset? Were you angry? Very sad. Yeah. Very scared. Yeah. Uh, I just had hit under tables. Mm. The bully didn't even like physically do anything to me anymore. I was just scared. Yes, because that's what happens. Even when they stop, I mean, when you see them, you become scared. Uh, in, in, in fact, doctor, can we maybe just unpack that quickly? That, that you know, people think because the bullying has stopped, a child will be now fine at school. But your perpetrator still there. Yes. The, um, the person who has caused the harm is still there. But yeah. worse, it's the psychological harm. Because yes. the, the experience of the emotional danger still is still there. And yes. because we haven't really helped the child deal with it, they continue to be traumatized. So mm. emotionally, they continue <coughs> feeling bullied. Mm. And unless we address it, it actually does not really help to tell them that, no, we've dealt with it. We actually have to help them deal with the emotional impact of what they've gone through. And how do we do that? Well, one of the things that we have to acknowledge is that the fact that he told what he was going through mm. did not address the problem. He just broke the silence. Mm. And part of helping him while we need to stop the bullying is to get him to express about how it has affected him. Mm. So I'm going to use layperson's terms, how it has changed him. That now he's scared, now he's not choosing sports. I, I read I read Lelo's book uh, before coming in. That mm. now he's avoiding doing sports that he used to do. When he sees Ken, he's now not going in the same playroom. So you started changing who you were mm. because of you were having an emotional reaction. And nobody knew that struggle. Nobody actually understood that there were certain accommodations you were making to try and cope with it. And because of that, nobody was able to assist you. So part of what you need to do as a parent, recognize that there's going to be a change that your child is going to go through. Part of helping them have that conversation, give them the emotional tools to express those emotions, but also to get them to reclaim their life back so that they don't change and actually become <coughs> a shadow of their former selves. Mm. And then also have the conversation with the school to openly 
talk about it, not just engage on an individual basis, because likely can move from you to somebody else. Mm. But also you are now afraid and you need to be able to deal with the day and concentrate. So your ability to concentrate on what is being taught, to do your homework, to finish everything is affected because of now you are worrying about what's going to happen next. So we need to help in terms of that as well. Maybe you are an educator or you are the head of a school. How does your school deal with bullying issues? We're hanging out with Lelo Kingston Mufugeng. We're talking about his book, How I Survived Bullying. Dr. Tsepiso Maten, she's on the building. Uh, she's a educational psychologist. More when we come back. Our guest this morning is author Lelo Kingston Mufugeng. His book is How I Survived Bullying. Lelo is eight years old. So, Lelo, you were bullied. You got your, your mom involved. Yes. And how did the bullying stop? What made the bullying stop when it did stop? Well, my mom decided to take to take like all of this off of me. So mm. when we went to a when I ever I go to a birthday party, I don't want to play just in case the boy is there. Yes. So at one birthday party, my mom took me to the bully when he came, and then he made. Then he she told him to mm. apologize, mm. and then now I'm good. What are some of the lessons you learned from your bullying incidents? Never blame yourself. Mm. Don't bully that person back. Don't do not hurt yourself. Do not keep it to yourself. Tell your parents or your teacher or someone you trust. <coughs> do not skip school or hide away. Don't kill yourself. Be kind to others. Always stay positive. Mm. Things will get better. Mm. And they got better. Mm-hmm. And you wrote a book. Yes. Whose idea was the book? Me. <laughs> 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 so what did you do? Like, well, mom and dad, I want to write a book. How did it start? Take, take us through that. Well, my, I don't really live with my dad, though. Yeah. But one day, my mom caught me writing down my feelings in a book. Ah, okay. And then she told me that I should publish it so I can help other people. Yes. Also, oh, you're writing stuff down anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you allow her to read all of the things in your book, or is it a secret? Do you hide your book away? Nope. Uh-huh. Well, your mom's like, you hide nothing away from me. Also hanging out with uh, Dr. Tepiso Matenchi. Uh, she'll weigh in in a second. Right now, we need to take a couple of your calls. Patience is a former bully. Patience, thank you for hanging on and thanks for sharing with us. Uh, what's on your mind? <coughs> um, yeah, so I was, I was saying that I used to be a bully um, while I was still in primary school. Mm. And the reason why I was doing it, or rather the, the reason why I justified myself is I was trying to protect my little sister. Mm. So when we started in the same school, um, I was afraid that she would get bullied because I was bullied in my previous school. Mm. So then I I made a vow rather to myself that no one's ever going to touch my little sister. Mm. And so if ever someone was to even push her or anything, I would literally go after them. I, it actually eventually got to a point where I was just bullying people for no reason. Mm. Because you realized, um, you realized the power you had. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, wait, so these people are actually scared of me, so I might as well just inflict that fear um, on them. So, and I think eventually I saw that my little sister's friends 
were they were scared of me, and so they they tried to distance themselves from her, mm. um, lest they say anything. So that's when I was like, okay, no, I'm actually causing um, pain for my little sister, and so let me just leave it. Okay, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you. Thanks, patience. Uh, would you like to comment or weigh in, Doc? I wish I could ask her no. why. Hi, are you still there, patience? Okay. Patience, I wish I could ask you why you thought you needed to scare other kids in order to protect your sister. Um, and just so that you give a, p- a fuller picture, so that there's actually a reason that you thought your sister was in danger and you needed to scare somebody. You don't just grow up as a child wanting to scare other kids. So what was the underlying reasons? No, it was because I was bullied in my previous school. So, so I, so I was, a, I was a very small person. I'm still a small person. So there were these bigger girls at school, and they would bully me in in my other school. And so when I moved to the new school, mm-hmm. I said to myself, "No one's ever going to do that to my little sister." Mm. So, so that's why I started bullying the other people. At first, I was defending my little sister, and then eventually, I saw that I actually have the power to scare people. And so that's what I did. So you're because I was also trying to protect myself mm. um, by scaring another person. Because in, internally, I I was also scared that someone's gonna bully me. All right, patience. Thanks for sharing. You, yeah. I mean, patience. You're saying it, uh, yeah. and I hope people listening can hear that. That what she went through, nobody really did anything about it. She mm. just learned the same skills that other kids taught her when they bullied her, mm. and she went and passed the message. So it's important that we break that cycle, that when a child has been bullied, we don't just stop the bullying. We actually help them process it, make sense of it, deal with the emotional and psychological harm, mm. and then give them the skills to cope so that they don't go back and repeat the bad behavior to somebody else. Mm. Yeah. All right. TJ, thank you for holding. What's on your mind? Uh, I used to be bullied high school, uh, I think in my first year in grade 8, where it was actually because of a girl. Um, I asked the girl out, she said yes, and country she was dating a bully before. Ah. So, yeah, so I, I told a friend of mine uh, what was going on, and he said to me, well, I've seen a side of you, why don't you just uh, hit them with something that they cannot, you know, comprehend? So what happened is this guy would come and he would beat me up and then I would find him on a certain day when he least expected and I would get something like a brick, wow. hit him with it, run away and then tell him, hey man, you hit me again, I'll come hit you with something even worse the next time. And eventually he he finally stopped because once I hit him with a brick and then he hit me again and then I hit him with a log and then he was like, hey man, I'm sorry. Then he stopped bullying me. And when I went to the other school, which was closer to where I used to stay, uh, I used to have a cousin who was uh, quite dangerous back in his day. Mm. So I would just tell him, hey man, I'll tell that guy. <laughs> wow. Then they would let me go. Okay. And after that, I never got bullied until I got to grade 12 because I started standing up for myself. Sure. Because I realized that these guys are actually scared themselves. So I also just started speaking up for myself and whenever someone would start, I'd be like, hey man, try me and I'll show you. Even though I was scared. Mm. But I would just get them back and they see your confidence and then they start getting scared also. Uh, TJ, thanks for sharing your high school bullying story. Doc, you know where you know that? Yeah, it's it's his high school bullying story. If that happened with children now in school, Lelo, maybe from your experience, if you, you know in your school that if you hit somebody or you hit them with a brick or a log, 
you'd be suspended, right? Mm, if it's not expelled. Im- it's important. What is it? If not expelled. If not expelled, yes. yeah. It's important that we emphasize that part. And part of Child Protection Week is to equip our children with knowing forms of violence mm. that they can perpetrate, but also that may be perpetrated against them, mm. and then giving them avenues to deal with them without them becoming perpetrators, so that we do not increase the cycle, we don't continue the cycle of violence. Sure. We don't want young people out there going to use bricks and logs to, to fight back. You could kill a person. You could kill a person and then mm. you, the, the rest of your life is damaged. TJ was um, bullied in high school. 160,000 high school learners will bunk school today because of bullying. It is time for Fresh Bears with Wealth Coach Sam Kemplongo. I've just learned that I'm raising a bully. What's the right approach in terms of getting them to stop? Because in our days, our parents would either whoop your ass or yell at you. Uh, based on the chat, I think I'm raising a bully. What do I do? Um... As a parent, your instinct is to want to make your child know that what they're doing is wrong and to stop them immediately and to punish them as severely as you possibly can. And I want to implore you to just halt because actually you want them to understand why it is a bad thing and what is the reason that is causing it. And if you yell at them and you punish them, you will not find out the reasons. So the first part that I want you to look at is there's usually a reason. Just like we listened to a lady who was speaking earlier that she was bullied first. So try to understand what is happening Mm. and there's a couple of things that I would like you to go through the first one try to understand who is your child and what are they going through what are they feeling because for them to now act out in a way that is harmful and bullying to other kids. That's when they've reached frustration level. They've come up with ways to try and deal with it. It's not working. Now they're acting out. And when we look at a child, we try and understand what is behind the the behavior that is making you externalize in this way. Mm. Look at their self-concept. Who are they? What are you feeling? What is important to you? What is happening to you? What is your experience? How are you making sense of it? So that you can find out if maybe somebody's doing something to them, you are doing something to them, Mm. They are actually responding because of they can handle certain things. Explore about things that are, that they are worried that is worrying them. That is about anxiety. What are they anxious about? Are they failing? Are they are they are they unhappy about their body image? Are they unhappy about how they are engaging with their peer groups? There's usually one of those reasons that might be the reason why the child feels they need to act out in this way. Mm. And then find out also if they are sad about anything, if they are depressed about anything. And sometimes a child might struggle to tell you what they are sad about. They might tell that I have a runny time. If you, if you read Lelo's books, and it's not that I'm promoting it, it's just that it's very good. Um, we must promote the book. Get yes. Lelo's book. He, he writes about the fact that his time he was hurting. He was struggling to concentrate. He was feeling sad. He was scared all the time. His heart would beat very fast. So you need to use language that allows your child to access what they are feeling and label it because they experience emotions in psychosomatic terms. What I mean is that they have physical manifestations of their emotions. Mm. So if you're saying, are you feeling depressed? That's a big word. It means nothing. So talk about about how the child is feeling. Do you feel like you've got butterflies in your stomach? Are you having headaches? Are you able to sleep? Are you having nightmares? What do you do? You like going to school? Ex- explore those types of things. Mm. And then finally, what is making them feel? angry what makes them feel like things are happening and it is not fair when a child tells you it's not fair it's a very powerful word because when something is happening to them that they feel is unfair believe me if you do not help them sort it out they will find a way to externalize those emotions and get even and by then we've gone too far because we haven't addressed what they're going through Mm.
658, uh, that is the voice of educational psychologist Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. When we come back, we talk to Lelo Mufuking about how I survived bullying. What is his message to the bullies? More from Lelo and Dr. Matenji after this. Where can we get Lelo's book from and who should get this book? Um... Hi, everybody. Hello, mother. How are you? Good, mother. Good, good. How did you feel when you found out that your little one was being bullied? Oh, of course, I was frustrated and just wanted to solve the issue immediately. Yes. So it was, but it was a tough time. Mm. Everybody suffers because you try your best to solve the situation. But if it's not helping the child, you just get frustrated because you're helpless. So how's the reception been uh, to the book? You know, the response has been amazing because mm. especially from the kids themselves, when they read it, it's from a child's perspective. I was going to say, I love yeah. the pictures. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, it's not, a, it's I'm, not I'm, an I'm adult guy. telling you what to do. It's a child who went through it and speaking from his own experience. So kids are coming back and saying, I went through that. Mm. I can relate. So the response has been amazing. Where do we buy the book? You can get the book. You can just uh, email Liara, which is L-E-E-Y-A-H-R-A at yahoo.com or call Mm. 082-830-0121. That's 082-830-0121. We'll put your details online. And uh, for those that want to support Lelo's book and also uh, learn about what kids go through with bullying, uh, can get the details there. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. All right, then. Lelo, what's your message to bullies in your book? My message to bullies is... Please stop bullying others because you don't realize just how much pain and hurt you are causing to another person and their family. Lots of kids kill themselves because they can't handle being bullied. So don't be the one responsible for another kid taking their life. Be nice to others and they will be nice to you. If you have a sad heart, talk to someone like a teacher or your family member. Mm. How do you feel about your book? Are you proud? Right. Of, are, you proud of, are you ready to write another one now? Lots. Yeah, <laughs> lots. So when you grow up, what like what what, what do you want to be when you grow up? When I am now, which, which is? is an author. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I like that. Yes. So we're gonna play. Are you smarter than a primary school kid? In fact, we're gonna play. Are you smarter than Lelo? Because uh, mm, Lelo yes. is our guest. Yes. And uh, who would you like to play against? Um, who would you He's like to ask three questions? Oh, He's looking this guy at you. trying to deflect. <laughs> he is looking at you, kid. You can also play against Auntie no, Paul, no. Auntie Angie. No, I see you. Yes, you. you. Lelo, work with me, man. <laughs> Lelo. Okay, my boy, what's your first question? Who produces Tyler Perry movies? Yo. Tyler Perry? Movies. Yeah, is it not Tyler Perry? Lionsgate. Oh, Lionsgate. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, guys, stop it, man. <laughs> But your mics are off. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounded like Medea out here. Anyway, what's your next question? When did Nelson Mandela die? Yeah. Hey, I'll be so judged if yeah, I get this no. wrong. No, you will. You will. Was it two or three years ago? Where's Cizo uh, and I need him? What do you mean? Eh? You are, do you need yeah. Lugul? I Give need, the year. Do you need Lugul? I need Lugul. <laughs> no, you don't need Lugul. Uh, Cizo, send me a signal. <laughs> you know everything. Was it 2016? No. 15? No. no. 14. No. no. Where? 5th of December 2013? Yes. Yes. Was it that long? Yes. It feels like just the other day. Well, it's well, not. It, yeah. 
Oh yes, because Gareth was still on the radio before he started wow. as Paza Radio. Did so you it, was just, than, it was about wow. four years ago. Okay. What's your final question? How many members are in squatter camp? Yes. Yeah, this one you must know. Come squatter on. camp. That's a trick question, by the way. Is it before or after Infa left? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a trick question. <laughs> <coughs> do you include Rulo? Do you Rilo? Do you exclude Rilo? Mm-hmm. Like it's a trick question, man. Just the guys or including Auntie Rilo? <laughs> Uh, including Ante Rilo, just the guys. Is it six? Yes. Yes. Well done. <laughs> uh, sidebar, his dad is in squatter camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure Papa's like, you better ask. How many <laughs> Proud so, moment. So you don't want to be a rapper when you grow up, like your nah. pops. What, nah. what, what, what don't you want to be a rapper? I wanna. Yeah. Here's a question he wants for to be you. An author. Do you ghostwrite for Papa? Do yeah. you help write Papa's lyrics? No! <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. He, he can probably rap better than Slick. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shade. Shade. Slick, I'm kidding, man. I love you, my dog. Lelo, do you want to say hello to anyone before we let you go? You have to go to school now. I want to say hello to my aunt Stoopy and my baby cousin Godly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, listen, we love you, my boy. Thank you for sharing your book with us. I've taken a copy for my kids so they can read your book. And uh, may you sell a million copies. Mm. Okay. Yes. And uh, looking forward to your next book. Okay. W- when you're ready with your next book, let us know. We'll have you on the show again. Okay. All right, then. That's Lelo Mufukeng, author of the book, How I Survived Bullying. We still have our good Dr. Tepiso Matenchi in the building. She's an educational psychologist. We'll wrap up with her when we come back.